calling all high performers, goal getters, and anyone aiming to be the most empowered versions of themselves. Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton. I'm so glad you're here. This is a place for you to learn, to be encouraged, and to grow through whatever life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we cover the hard truths, share tips, tricks, and tools on all things habits, wellness, consistency, and of course, mindset. Are you excited yet? Me too. Let's jump in. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Morton, and I cannot believe that it has been an entire month since my last episode. First off, I apologize because I did not realize how long it had been, but also that I haven't been consistent because you know your girl loves to talk consistency and shit has just been all kinds of crazy with the wedding, with business, with the job that, to be honest... My podcast was not at the top of the list. That doesn't mean that it shouldn't have been. It just means, unfortunately, sometimes you got to make those choices. But what I will say and what I want to encourage you is that if you have moments like this, that you remember this, okay? We are not perfect. We are not machines. And there are going to be times that things knock us off of our consistency. There's going to be things that knock us off of where we're going that knocks us off of our routine but it's what you decide to make that mean about you of your worthiness of a person your consistency as a person who you are your value your worth if you make it about that yes you could run into the self-shaming shit storm for sure me one thing i'm working on myself is remembering that i am not perfect And that it is okay for me to have moments of imperfection as long as I don't allow those moments to make it mean that I'm any less worthy of my dreams or my goals because of it. Because the fact of the matter is, is that consistency doesn't matter if you miss one day. Consistency is stringing days on days on days on months on years on top of each other to create the compound effect. It is not about being perfect. It is not about perfection in general. So... Now that I've given you that lovely little caveat, let's jump into today's episode because today's episode is going to be a juicy one. Um, It is about rebuilding self-trust, rebuilding an internal sense of safety within yourself so that you feel the self-assurance, so that you have the confidence within yourself to chase after your dreams, to have tough conversations, to dream a little bit bigger for your life, to start manifesting and calling in incredible things into your life. If you do not have a secure sense of self-belief and a self-assured state of who you are, you will crumble. And in a lot of my client calls this past couple of weeks, we've been talking a lot about self-identity, but also about this exact topic of creating self-assurance. How do I build this self-assurance? Because I want to go and create these things, but these fears keep coming up and I don't know how to overcome them. So if you are someone who is experiencing anything like that, or you happen to be looking around in your life right now saying, damn, I don't like my life right now. I don't like what I'm doing for my job. I don't like the relationship I'm in. I'm not sure what I should be doing right now. I don't have a purpose. I'm here to help you out. I'm here to help you gain that sense of self again so that you can create exactly what it is that you want and actually have the self-belief and confidence behind yourself to do it. Okay, so the first thing that you need to know is that if you are looking around right now in your 3D reality, the things that you can touch, see, taste, smell, and hear, like that, if you don't like what you're seeing, you need to understand that that's a you problem. That is a perspective problem. Now, before you get mad and triggered about that, let me explain, okay? 
Everything is you pushed out. Everything in your awareness is a direct reflection of your internal world state of where you are at personally inside of your mind. So if you're looking around and you're unfulfilled, you're unhappy, you're angry, it's coming from you being so out of alignment with the things that you're really wanting that it can't contain itself anymore, okay? Because you create your reality through the thoughts that you have, through your lens of experience, through the beliefs that you have. So if you're going through some shitty things right now and you don't have a very good mindset, well, guess what you're going to be looking for? Guess what you're going to be seeing in the world around you? All the things that are going wrong, all the ways that thing is just that shit is just broken or hitting the fan and all that stuff because your internal state is constantly looking for that stuff. But here's the kicker. Everything in your 3D reality is neutral. It's your view of it, whether it's that day, whether it's that week, whether it's that month, that is what creates your vision of this 3D reality that you're living in, okay? You have to perceive the reality in order for it to be your reality, which is what you do with your eyes every single day. But just like you and your friend could go to a movie and see completely different things within the same movie, it's the exact same thing as living in your 3D reality because Another person, even if it's like your parent, right? The way that they were raised, their belief system, the, their mannerisms and things like that. The way that they see the world is so completely different than the way that you see the world because of how you were raised, because of the years, because of all of those things. And because of that, neither of you is truly seeing neutral. Okay? Which means that if you're not liking the current reality that you're seeing, you have power to shift that. You have the power to change that. And I'm going to share with you how. Because the fact of the matter is, is that you live the entirety of your life between your two ears. It's where you think. It's where you feel. It's where you process. It's where you sleep. It's where you dream. It's between your two ears. And if you don't take ownership, take full radical responsibility of the fact that that is the case then you're going to be on your deathbed at age 85 being like, damn, I wish I would have done so much more with my life. Because those who remember, those who recognize that they only have this one go-round, this one life, this one soul, this one time here on this earth in this body doing this life, then why the fuck would you stay somewhere that you're not happy? Why the fuck would you not set your boundaries? Why the fuck would you not advocate for your needs? Why wouldn't you go after your dreams? You only get this one life. That's it. So stop waiting. Stop being in this bullshit reality and start taking ownership and start doing something about it. Because it is your responsibility. It is no one else's responsibility to feel your fulfillment, to feel your joy, to feel your pain, to feel how excited you are about things, to feel how overwhelmed with joy of life that you feel. That's you. No one else can do that for you. But if you have grown up in a, in, in a mindset or in a belief system where that doesn't feel okay, then you're going to have a battle within yourself going on between what you really want in life, your dreams, who you are, and then what society has told you that you should do. Those two will be at war within yourself at all times. It is your job to go, am I truly living in alignment with the life that, I'm, that I really want? Because if you're not, you are going to have that tension within yourself that's saying, damn, I really want to go and start my own business, but I can't do this to get the bills because I have kids, because society says it's like not safe because all this stuff. 
and you start to deny your own reality. You start to deny your own dreams. You start to deny your own stuff and blame it on society. But guess what? Society isn't in your head saying society's doing this so we can't do it. That's you, okay? What I'm trying to show you here is that all of the things that you want to try and push out and say, oh, it's this thing that's keeping me stuck. Oh, it's this person. Oh, it's my family. Oh, it's my kids. Like, honestly, and I, and I hate to say it because my mentor told me this a few years ago and I was really annoyed in the moment, but it makes sense, is like there is absolutely someone who is in the exact same situation with you or has been in the exact same situation with you as you, whether it's your kids or losing a job or being so much in debt or X, Y, Z, and have still made their dream happen. Because rather than using it as an excuse to keep them stuck, to keep them stagnant, to keep them in this shitty worldview, they said, this isn't the life I'm going to live anymore. I'm going to go after it. I'm going to do the damn thing. So they did. And they made it happen. The only difference between that version and you is you deciding that you're not going to listen to that voice anymore that's telling you it's, that you shouldn't do it, that it's bullshit. Because that voice will keep you comfortable as long as it possibly can. And as long as you keep letting it, you're going to keep living a life of misery. So I want to share with you three things that I shared with my clients over this last week of how to rebuild this sense of self-assurance, this sense of alignment within yourself, this confidence so that you can truly get up and go after the things that you want and not feel so stunted by the voice in your head. So if you want to create a beautiful internal world for yourself, there's three things that you need. The first thing is going to be that you need to get on your own team. You need to rebuild your self-trust and you need to start having better communication. Okay. So I'm going to dive into each of these individually. Um, and I know I said self-trust second, but I'm actually going to start with that first, because to be honest with you, it's really hard to be on your own team. It's really hard to uh, communicate if you don't truly trust yourself that you can communicate and can do the things that you need to do to get where you want to go. Right? So the first thing I'm actually going to go over is how to rebuild self-trust and safety. Because if you want to create a peaceful, loving, joyful, encouraging relationship with yourself and go after big things, you won't be able to do it if you don't trust yourself to take the action. If you don't trust yourself to stay consistent. If you don't trust yourself to show up continually or to take a risk. These things are, they come from us not listening to our internal world and saying, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to do that. The times that you've told yourself, oh, I'm going to go do this thing. Oh, I'll do it later. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, da, da, da. It never happens. Every time that you break a promise to yourself, you're breaking your self-trust. So to rebuild your self-trust, you have to start following through on the things that you said you would do to yourself. It's not break, It's deciding that you're not going to break any more promises to yourself. It's saying, okay, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. When I say I'm going to ask a person a question, I'm going to ask the person a question. Because if you don't trust yourself to stay true to what you need, to stay true to the desires that you have, to stay true to taking the action, it's really hard to create a really good environment within yourself that's going to be supportive because it's constantly going to be questioning, well, you say we're going to do that, but are we actually... Because we never do. We literally say we're going to do stuff all the time and then we don't. Like if that is your internal voice right now, then guess what? You have a self-trust problem. And that's where you need to start. Is you need to start with believing the fact that you are capable. That your heart is good enough. That your mind is good enough. That you will always have your own back. No matter what. 
And then you need to actually do that. Okay. So it's not just about being like, oh, I trust myself. Woo. I trust myself to be like, take action during scared moments. Woo. Like there's more to it. It gets deeper than that because self-trust is a fundamental core value that every single person has. But a lot of times we get away from it because we go, oh, well, this person said I should do this about my life. Oh, this person said I should do this about my life. Right. But you don't actually trust yourself to then go, okay, so taking these opinions in, what do I actually want to do? And then will I actually follow through and take the action on it? That's how you build the self-trust. Okay. Being about self-trust, building self-trust isn't just about saying it. It's about being about it. Like I just said, it's about building the actual consistency that you need. If consistency is your problem, get a habit tracker. Start to prove to yourself by tracking your habits that you are a consistent person. Start proving to yourself that you can trust yourself, that you are going to follow through. Show yourself that you were wrong about your capabilities, about whether or not you can be confident, about whether or not you can trust yourself, because you can, okay? So the second thing, flip my notebook back over, so if you hear the page, just let me live. The second thing is getting on your own team. This is probably one of the hardest things because you a lot of times don't recognize that you're not on your own team until you get into some deeper stuff which is why I want to bring this up so you can be on your own team and be like yeah I'm on my own team I'm going for my goals I support myself I'm taking action I'm doing these things but like what happens when you fail what happens when you get rejected what happens when you get heartbroken and someone doesn't want to be with you anymore what happens when you miss a question or you make a mistake at work are you able to simply take those experiences, separate your identity from them and go, these things happened. What can I learn from it? And how can I move forward? Or are you taking it so personally that you are going, you're a shitty human being. This is always happens to you. It's because there's something wrong with you. You're not enough. You're doing all the things like you're doing the most. And that's why they don't want to be with you. They don't want to be with you because you're ugly. They don't want to be with you because they're this. They don't want to be with you because they're this. And you start to break yourself down for not only having a painful experience or not only having this experience where maybe you made a mistake and you're already feeling bad about it, but now you're going to layer it on thick with this self-shaming shit storm of deprecating self-talk that basically makes you out to be stupid and an idiot. That's not actually being on your own team. Okay. And If you are being like, no, I talk to myself nicely. I want to ask you, like, I want to challenge you the next time you have a moment, the next time that you need something, the next time that you experience something like that, check in with yourself and ask yourself, am I taking this as meaning something about who I am, about my worth as a value or value as a person, et cetera, or am I able to separate and look at this from a different perspective? Because when you can look at it from a different perspective, then you can start to separate what happens from from yourself. And this is where it gets really cool. Is there is the version of you who is listening to this podcast, the conscious self right now, who's like, yes, jamming, listening to podcasts. I go and do my work. I go to the gym. I go and do all these things. This is the conscious self. This is the one that runs the show in the day-to-day. But the one that's really running the show in the background is your subconscious mind. This is the belief systems. This is your habits. This is stuff that is so running under the radar that you barely recognize it's there, but you feel the experiences of it in your, in your conscious self, right? So it's kind of like when you pop off and you have this whole moment where you as a conscious self gets in a screaming match, but then you know that in the reality, it's because you're hurt in the background that you're just hurt that this person was hurting your feelings and that that experience was painful for you. 
Like, that's why. That's the difference, okay? So you need to befriend and start being more considerate and caring towards that version. You need to start recognizing that your subconscious self is listening to every single thought that you have about yourself on a cellular level. So if you're talking shit to yourself constantly, you might start noticing, damn, I have a lot more aching pains. Damn, my shit's not ever working out for me. Damn, my clothes are starting to get too small. Like that shit, the way that you talk to yourself constantly is what creates the reality and manifests what you live in. So if you want different, you need to start acting different. You need to start talking different. You need to start being different. And that starts with being on your own team inside your mind, okay? Because if you're constantly pushing away your feelings or you're constantly avoiding things like that, you're not going to be able to experience the good as well, okay? Because if you numb one thing and you avoid one thing, then you're also avoiding the opposite side of that spectrum. So you need to to think of it like this. And this is the way that I, I work with my clients on this. So I want to share this with you because I think it's really helpful is imagine if the experience that you're going through, the self-shame, the mistake maybe that you made, the rejection, if your friend, your best friend was to come to you and they were to sit down with you, knowing all the context that you know, and they were to share with you exactly how they were feeling, how would you be with them? What would you say? Would you hug them? Would you comfort them? Would you tell them that they're not an idiot? That, that to say that they're stupid isn't fair? That they're just making a mistake and it's not the end of the world? It doesn't mean anything about who they are and their value? To be your own best friend is to, in those moments, be willing to be there for yourself without the judgment. To show yourself the same empathy that you give to other people. The same love, the same care, the consideration. If you want to build self-trust and you want to start creating that sense of safety to, to really feel that confidence, you have to have your own back. You have to be on your own team. And you have to be willing to share and advocate for yourself in those moments when it comes up. So the third thing that I want to touch on here, and I think it, it you know piggybacks really well for what we were just talking about with um, you know being on your own team and being your own best friend is communication and the openness of it and the need for it. So if you want to start creating a sense of safety, if you want to start having confidence in yourself, if you want to be more self-assured and you want to have more self-trust, then you need to stop letting yourself and everyone move the line in your sand, okay? So when you set a boundary, are you the type of person who sets their boundary and when someone bumps up against it, you're like, oh, they crossed my boundary. Hey, by the way, this is my boundary. Like, I'm not going to be chill about this. I just want you to know, like, I don't appreciate it. Or are you going to be like, oh, they crossed my boundary. Ooh, um, mm, what do I do? Do I say something? Do I not? Like, mm, uh, um, yes, bitch. Okay, always. And here's why. Because every time that you set a line in the sand and then you watch people walk over it and you don't do anything, that breaks self-trust. That says my needs, my boundaries, my desires don't matter. Why? Because you don't set boundaries for other people. You set them for yourself to protect your energy, to protect your mind to protect who you are and the, and the love and care and consideration that you have to give. And if you're the one that's letting people walk all over them, then you don't get to be mad that people are crossing your boundaries. You need to be mad that you keep allowing it to happen. Okay. So if you want to change something, you have to be willing to advocate for your needs, desires, and all of that stuff. Because again, it is no one else's responsibility except yours. No one else can do that for you. No one else is inside your head all the time with you except you. So you have to be willing to do that. 
you have to be willing to say, these are what I need. These are my boundaries. These are the things that I need to do for internal self to protect her, to make, and to make sure that she gets what she needs, that he gets what he needs, that we are able to have our needs be met. And if they're not, again, communication is simply for the opportunity to make things better. But if they're not getting better, then yes, you do need to start having more open conversations. This was something that came up with a client last night, actually, in our call, where she was saying that she has a, you know, a partner that is, you know, constantly saying he's going to do stuff and that he doesn't. And, you know, she's not really sure what to do. She should still keep going and things like that. And I finally asked her, like, are you going to have this conversation? Are you going to set the boundary and see what happens? Because to sit here and complain about something that you're aware of but not do anything to change it is called insanity. Doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. You have to be willing to set the bar, set the communication because just like my client, I actually had a friend that was experiencing this as well where she's like, I didn't say anything so therefore I don't feel like I can just decide that it can be done because I don't feel like I gave that person a fair chance. And I said, then give them the chance now, but you don't say anything about it. Because it's not for them. The second, like, yes, it's for them, but it's for you. If you really want to give, say that you wanted to give it a time limit, give it a time limit. But don't give them the time limit. Give it to yourself. Say, I, in my head, don't tell them this. In my head, I'm going to give this person 30 days, 60 days after this conversation about what's going on. And if things don't get better, guess what? And I hate to break it to you. Shit's not going to get better. Okay? At least not while you're still there. People need to, sometimes we have to take our, we have to be willing to be open and honest and take the blinders off of ourselves. And if you're not willing to communicate, if you're not willing to open up, if you're not willing to be there for yourself at that level, no one else is going to be able to do that for you. They're not going to be able to give you that love. They're not going to be able to give you that trust. They're not going to be able to fill that void. It's a you thing, just like all of this is, Okay. But if you want to live a life, if you want to have the self-assurance, the confidence, the trust, the, you know, the, the energy behind you to go after your goals with confidence, to advocate for your needs, to be there for yourself, to be your own best friend, it starts with you deciding to stop being at war with yourself and start looking inward and start really making peace with all of the parts of yourself without judgment, right? Instead of letting that shame come, just sitting with yourself and saying, okay, I feel this way. Not, oh my gosh, I feel this way so I'm a horrible person or I feel this way so I can't act upon it. It's like, no, okay. Because it will come, okay? And this self-assurance comes, this this self-assurance, this sense of safety, the confidence comes from you being on your own side. So that's where you need to start, okay? Now, I know that that was a really juicy episode coming back after a whole month off, but here we are. We doing the damn thing as we always do. Um, so I will leave you there, my friends. I hope that you have an amazing, amazing rest of your week. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm so excited about who you are, who you're becoming and what you're creating. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon.